Oh, hello, weary travelers. Come on in. It looks like the bod is about to begin. I'll pour the ales over the stories, fables, and tales about the bards, battle axes, and bows taking out their ferocious foes. Just take a listen to the tales that we spin here at the Carriage Rest Inn. Previously on Carriage Rest Tales, our adventurers explored Carmine's creepy cave and his cabinet of curiosities, where they found a small rift. While around the rift, Nomis discovered he becomes more confident. Woods becomes more at peace, and Vaso, well, he just gets angry. Nomis and Woods ventured in and out of the rift and had two totally different experiences. While debating how to handle the situation, Vaso made an executive decision and closed the rift in a burst of heightened rage, leaving Nomis, Woods, and especially Carmine at a loss for what to do next. How will our adventurers navigate this possible self-made rift? Will Carmine ever get back home? Can't we all just get along? Find out next on Carriage Rest Tales. All right, and welcome to another episode of Carriage Rest Tales. Of course, I am Mike, your host and one of the Dungeon Masters. And to my left, we have... And of course, this is Ryan. I'll be playing Nomis, the tabaxi bard. And this is Nick. I'll be playing Vaso, the uh, half-work barbarian. Yeah, is that what he is? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Uh, Hey, guys, it's Sam, and I am a... I'm <laughs> it's been a month since recorded, so everyone just take some grace with us this evening. Um, I'm Sam. I play Woods, the Elven Ranger. And I had a joke planned that uh, Sam got to first, so I'm John and I'm the other DM. Because <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I'm John and I am the other Dungeon Master. Uh, the pause <laughs> representing the incredibly long time it's been since we played. Yeah, it's been, yeah. it's well, I mean, life happens, right? Like, and it's cool. We're a couple episodes ahead, so we're, uh-huh. we're building in that, that buffer zone. But I miss it. Like, I miss this. All right. Last time, before we get started, I do have two inspiration cards I need to give out. One is to Ryan, and this is for episode eight, when you're physically acting out flying the air elemental ship. Because oh yeah, I had like a, <laughs> well, I had like, like a pencil or pen. Yeah. I was like, it's the joystick, and it was awesome. And the other one <laughs> is for Woods what? or Sam for actually drawing out what the contraption looked like <laughs> for. It's so good. Your um, my, uh, triangle and magic basket my attachment. Magic basket. I don't know where it is. It's somewhere over I here. A, I have a picture. Apologies to the listener because these are not uh, auditory uh, inspiration points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but they're great on... visual inspiration points. Did we post <laughs> Inspiration nonetheless. I haven't posted it yet because the episode hasn't came out yet. Um, when the episode comes out, I'll put it on Instagram. Okay, sounds good. How's that sound? So check it out there. And I'll put a picture of me and my inspiration card because I think this is the first time ever <laughs> he has given me inspiration. I'll get my Maverick leather bomber jacket and some Ray-Bans and- yeah, we'll yeah. take photos. Yeah, They're, perfect. Totally. We'll like hanging up here. Yeah, because this is. I thought it was going to Nick because you were talking earlier in the car about how great the the end line no. is from Nick. Yeah, the end line last episode was awesome. Is awesome. So bringing that back, last you guys left, you were in Dorma and you came out. You were talking about it, and then Vasa went on a rage, pushed Carmen out of the way, closed the rift, and then when you guys came in, like, what did you do? Nick said, my job. 
(laughs) (laughs) And that is where we are jumping back into this. Mighty Ducks. The original Mighty Ducks. One of the Hawk players uh-huh. shoved Adam Banks into the goalpost. Yes. And his buddy was like, what did you do? And the guy was like, my job. My job. My job. You're, you're uh, a Hawk, in buddy. In the appropriate time <laughs> you are to tell so that story. In a group of Mighty Ducks. <laughs> and you're the Hawk. Know, you're right? the Hawk. <laughs> uh, Apparently. So we're starting. We're just picking up where we left off. Yes, we are. What did I? Did, you just closed it? Oh, yeah. I did my, yeah. Because I'm supposed to. What? And, and Vasto is like pulling the arrow that she shot at me. And I'm charging Adam. at him, like literally charging at him. And I'm going to slam him up against the wall. Sounds like some competing strength checks. So I'm going to grab him by this little quarter orc. I'm going to grab him by his little vest and I'm going to throw him up against the wall. So I'm in rage, right? You are. So I get advantage on strength you checks. You do. <laughs> uh, 12 plus 5, 17. I had 17 as well. All right. Roll again. Roll again. I can't tell who the attacker is in this case. So. I guess I would be the attacker. Natty 20. 19. Dang so it. Not quite enough. So you go to push Vaso, and Vaso just kind of like steps out of the way. You're grappling him because you're holding on to him, but you're not able to physically move him. I cannot believe what. This was not the plan. What are you doing? Sorry, I just had to do it. What do you mean you had to do it? Something just came over to me. I, I just had to do it. That makes zero sense. Literally zero sense. Well, it makes zero sense to keep it open, too. No, how do you think Carmine's going to get back? How do you think we're going to explore it? How do you think we're going to answer any of the questions that we freaking have in our head? Why don't you ask Benson? Well, now we're going to have to. Now we're going to have to drag them all into this. Go for it. Aren't you going to say anything? No, miss is like cat in the headlights. I'm looking at Woods, and I'm like, she has some valid points. And I look at Vaso, and I'm like, I can understand. I don't know what side to take. And they're fighting. All I know how to do is, like, I'm going to try to get their attention. Guys, just can we take a minute? And I'm going to start playing my lyre. Like, some nice. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> with the music. Just can li- we just... I, just. I just need you to listen. Just get listen. And out. Carmine, AA, uh, up until this point, has been sitting uh, with a thousand yard stare in his eyes on his bed. He kind of like crumpled to the ground when the rift closed, and he hasn't said anything up until this point, but. At this point, he is he's still not looking directly at any of the three of you, but he's generally looking in your direction, and he says again, get out. No, Carmen, we got to fix this. There has just to get be- out and leave me here. There's got to be another rift somewhere else. There's got to- just, just, just leave me here. I will figure it out. All right. I, I don't need your help. Yeah, well, we're in this now. This isn't a help. This is now something that we all have to do. This isn't just about you. Yeah, but I'm the one that's going to have to go back there. Yeah, but how do we get? I know we're gonna try to come find you. I guys, we can we just can we just take a minute? Let me just let me just play some music. Let's just let's just bring it down, bring it down. Listen to my music. As he says that, he's been playing at this point for about a minute. While you guys have been having this argument between each other, and what are you doing? What are you actually casting over there? Enthralling performance. What is this? Uh, I perform up to one minute. Number of creatures equal to my charisma modifier, which is four. Y'all must make a wisdom saving throw versus my DC or be charmed. Okay. (laughs) Because I don't know what else to do with you people. That would be Carmine as well. 17. Yep, yep. I'm working on it. I forgot I needed dice here. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to D&D. So it does not work on Carmine. Right. Is it one of those spells that like the person is aware you tried to charm them? No. 
Okay. Vaso got an eight. I got a 17. So Vaso's the only one that's charmed, it sounds okay. like. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, Carmine got a 19, so. Okay. I was pretty confident that I've never that used it work. before. Oh, that's fine. I'm just trying to get y'all to calm down. Just We just need to work together. So how does, we can get we can get through this. So how does Vaso feel about you now? Oh, you idolize me, bud. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> and you hinder anyone that opposes me. Oh. So far you're in the middle of the road though, so strong stance. Right. Yeah. So I got one person. I'll be like, all right, I, I think I know who's like entranced by me. So Vaso, let's just let's just calm down, buddy. Okay. It, what happened happened. Okay. We can work this out. We've done it before. We just we just need to work together and not yeah, together. be at each other's throats right now. We need to do things together and not just unilaterally make decisions. Even though deep down I'm kind of mad at you. but we can, yeah. It's okay. We're no, good. You're, we're cool. you're the man, no, Mr. We're cool, yeah. yeah. We're good. Yeah, did you hear that? I. <laughs> All right. Each man. All right, let's not get our tails in a knot here. And she's going to like walk. I mean, she's like pacing. Woods is just like pacing at this point. Carmine, there has to be... Another rift somewhere. You have to know of another rift. I don't. What do you? What can you tell us about Dorma? If we can get to Dorma, then we can come find you. I, I mean that. How how much time you got? Uh, until you disappear back through that hole that doesn't exist anymore. Look, I was getting by just fine here until you three came along. Just, just leave me. Just leave me with the little bit of time I got left before. I get forced back to that place. Okay? I don't know if we can do that. Uh, Let us help you. I mean, clearly we, and she shoots her friend daggers with her eyes. She shoots her friend? <laughs> no, no. I just she, already, she, already, already, she already did that. <laughs> no, no, no. I meant with, like, daggers, like, with my eyes. Like, shoots daggers. <clears throat> like, clearly we created this problem for you. Uh, you think? So I think the three of us, right, can help. Fix it. And how exactly are you planning to do that? Well, I guess, yeah, what what can you tell us about, I, I guess, the cave you are in and the surrounding area? Because obviously rifts open up all the time. We can we can come find you. We can open our own rifts. We can? You yeah. can do what? We can, with the machine that the artificer made, we can open our own rifts. Oh, I didn't, I guess Nomas didn't pick up that. It was actually like an actual rift and not just a- Like a fake one. A fake a... thing. You can you can open one of those things? Yeah, I told you. We can help you. I mean, I can't personally open it, but we've we've seen it. We've fought things that were purposely came from one that was open with this little box. All right, then. Bring it back here. It's a perfect place. You want to open one of those things? You don't want those things to come back through? Bring it back here. Until then, I'm staying here because I got no reason to believe you. That's fair. Let's go. I mean, that's fair. So can... Now, please... Will you, will you leave me to finish butchering this chicken how, so I can make myself a decent meal for possibly the last time ever? How long will you stay here? Well, probably two days. Okay. I got at least that long. All right. Well, we'll are going to come find you. All right. If you say so, I'll be here. And then Woods is going to walk out. Yeah, let's. I'm let's good. go, Vaso. I think, <laughs> right, yeah. I think we've done enough here, bud. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All right. Let's go. I, I like having a groupie. This is <laughs> so, how long does this charm last? <laughs> I'm sure I can dispel it. I'll dispel it in a little bit. And you bit. guys leave the cave. The puzzle is a lot easier to, you know, you already know what you're doing. 
and you guys find yourself back in the woods where Nomis and Woods were chatting before Vasa went uh, berserk. Go ahead and roll a survival check to see if you remember the way back to Grandma's house. Over the river, through the woods. Uh, two for Vaso. Twenty three. You're still charm, buddy. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm just kind of like huh? get doe eyes for uh... natural twenty. <laughs> I got this. I'm a cat. <laughs> so you're able to find your way back home. Vaso is just kind of trailing behind you, in a happy mood now that the rift is closed and he's got his good friend Nomas there with him. I was a pig for a while, so I really <laughs> I'm following my hoof prints we, back. To the, I'm good. I forgot yeah. you were a pig. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and you guys are able to make it back to Graham's house, but before you even cross that last tree line into the woods, you start hearing an argument between two females. It's time to prove which one of us is the better pilot once and for all, Amelia. You're just using the order as an excuse not to race me. I will take you on any time, Birdie. Anytime, anywhere. We might as well do this now. Now? How about tomorrow? The rainbow drop race. Oh, the rainbow drop race? You think you got someone that can compete with me and my team? I think I do. I can take you anywhere. All right. Well, we will see, little Birdie. And then as you walk out, you see a gnome. That is kind of stomping off that was yelling at Amelia, who is on the porch, shouting back at her. Before we get there, I think we need to talk about how we're going to get back and how we're going to convince the centaur to give us this device to go get Carmine. And who we're going to tell. Are we going to tell Benson? Are we going to tell Amelia? We don't have to decide this now. because I think there's a race coming up. (laughs) So we're not going to get there anytime soon. But I think we need to start thinking about that. Um, we need to start. I. This is a mess. This is an absolute mess. Don't. With the <laughs> face. With the face. Don't. Uh, I'm going to look at Boss. I, like, I didn't still do my it. Boy. The DMs made me do it. I'm going to look at Boss. <laughs> I'm going to look at Basso. That's, that's the title of this episode. The, I didn't do it. The, the DMs DM, made me the do DM it. The DM made me do it. Yeah. I'm going to um, look at Boss. like, you're still my boy. I'm going to give him, like, some weird, like, high five and then break the charm. I just, like, the... <laughs> Here we are. Um, It's a podcast. I can't see your face. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's making some really great faces. Apparently you get inspiration for her acting out. I know. Apparently. People can't see you. The nonverbal stuff that really gets you inspiration. <laughs> I just... Uh, this is a disaster. Like, I'm perplexed for words. I, I don't know... What we're gonna do? I don't know who we're gonna tell, and I can't believe you closed it. Like, what happened? Like, literally, like, look at me. Like, what happened? Something just came over me. I just got really, really angry, and I just knew that I had to close it. But like, you weren't listening to us. I, I know. Like, I I didn't intend to close it. Like, I ten- I intended just to stay there and guard it. But I don't know. It's just something just kind of boiled up and boiled up and built up and. Somebody just told me that I had to close it. Go ahead and roll a history check. All right, so I get plus one, uh, 19 plus one, 20. Hot tonight. Yeah, so that. you remember that the feeling that you were feeling was you were being ignored. Your friends weren't listening to what you were saying. They were just carrying on about themselves, and that just kept boiling over, boiling over. You just kept getting more and more mad that you were getting ignored during that conversation. Okay. Is this what you feel like every time we're near a rift? I mean, not every time, but I think that particular time, yeah, I felt like you guys just weren't listening to me. Do you think it's kind of weird that 
this is the first time we've been on a rift and we've all had three totally different reactions to it. Yeah. Like I felt top of the world. I could do anything. Yeah. Our boy over here got, got crazy. Raged up and you were just in some weird. I felt so good. Peace. I felt so tranquil. Tranquil and just happy. I was just happy. And the rift had no effect on you when you walked through it. No, I felt great. Yeah. I don't understand. It didn't hurt at all. Everyone keeps saying it hurts. It like it feels good. Yeah. You got sense of like a vertigo. Type yeah, sense. I got super dizzy. Yeah. yeah. And you didn't it go, not you good. Didn't go I didn't, through. No, I, didn't tried go to, through. I tried to get him to go through and he wasn't having it. Hey, so, Vaso, make another history check. Uh, 14 total. Okay. Move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember. I don't remember. I think I remember. No. Uh, no. Uh, no. All of a sudden you hear, no, must catch this and go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. Gosh. What? Go ahead with disadvantage because you're still a little woozy from uh... He's a cat. <laughs> yeah, but he was just going in and out of ribs purposely multiple times. Seven. You turn and you just get pelted in the head with a muffin. <laughs> and Amelia's like, I know you have better dexterity than that. Come on. Let's try it again. Catch. I'm a, I'm a cat, not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and she throws it really high. Are you going to try to jump up and catch it? Well, yeah, I'm a cat. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> All right. So go ahead and roll an acrobatics check. Just to Disadvantage? See how... Nope, just normal. Now you know it's coming, so you're in performance mode, I feel like. 17. What is your cool trick that you're going to do when you catch this muffin? I'm going to do like, like it kind of went behind me, but my body's going to contort, and I'm going to do like a little backflip and Perfect. catch it. And Amelia looks very excited, and she's like, all right, you're going to be my co-pilot. And then she turns around and like happily walks back into the uh, house, Graham's house. Is there a muffin on the floor? There is a muffin that hit him in the head, and he's holding a muffin. There might be up, some hair. In I'm going to pick the muffin up off the ground and eat it. All right. <laughs> I'm not really, eating. I'm not eating anything that yeah, comes out of that house. Too. It's been a really long time since I had a snack. I feel like I'm a little yeah. angry, and I'm going to eat two muffins. It is quite salty. That like, I don't even. Like well, I'm oversalted it again. Well, it's a savory muffin. I'm not going to lie. The thought of flying is totally outweighing any of our problems we just had like i'm <laughs> i am like i'll be honest I'm these muffins focused. are also so doing that no for like me. i'm not focused on getting back i don't care about the riff thing anymore all i know is the cat is flying okay. and i'm super excited and i'm gonna run in the house and figure out <laughs> where we're flying to well y'all have fun that's i guess i guess i can respect the fact that you didn't have control over closing it, but we got to figure out how you fight that. Because what if I was in there? What if we were in there and you just decided to close it? We would have been stuck. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it just, it, it I, I don't know how to control it. I, I don't know. I mean, we just, we're I, I know when you were on the other side, like I, I did everything I could not to, but. I appreciate that. All right. Well, come on. Let's go. Evidently, we're going to go fly something. Maybe we can find some more muffins. Alas, the bod is needing a break, so I, your humble innkeeper, shall give a few announcements. Hey guys, it's Sam. 
I just wanted to take a quick moment and thank you so much for listening. If you hadn't had the opportunity yet, we really strongly encourage you to check out our website at caradresstales.com. You'll find links there for our Discord and our Instagram. Go ahead and follow us at at caradresstalesdnd. This is where we post a lot of funny in-studio videos and um, photos of us here. Thank you so, so much for following along on this journey. I cannot believe we're already knee deep in season two. Again, we really appreciate that you can do anything with your time and you're choosing to spend it with us. I hope you enjoy the show. Great. It appears the bard is back and ready to continue his tale. As you guys enter in, Graham is currently like going through her recipe book. And she's frantically looking for something in particular. And then you have Amelia. She's over kind of in her wall of fame section. And she's got a box out and she's kind of going through everything. And you see her pulling out like a a leather helmet and she's got some goggles. And then she's like, I think I got a second pair in here. She's kind of like really diving through and she pulls it up. She's like, yes, I got a pair, you know, and she like throws it at you. Amelia, are you getting back into the racing? Yeah, we're going to have an awesome time. We just, Nomis and I are going to compete in... The rainbow drop race. Rainbow drop. With his glasses. That's wonderful <laughs> news. You haven't you haven't flown in years. Well, I mean, I fly every day, but yeah, I haven't been back in time for the giving well, of Thanksgiving. You know what day. I mean, dear? Competitively. Oh yes, I'm really excited. We're gonna take on Birdie, and apparently she's got a new co-pilot that is the hot stuff, and she thinks she can take me down. What? I. I am the stud muffin, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you snatch that out of there doing that awesome contortion. You're definitely going to need that for this race coming up, and I'm super excited for it. So tomorrow, we're going to go to Findra for the big event. I'm sorry. What's the giving of thanks day? Oh, that's a, a big holiday for the Gnomish community. So we, as you Gnomish know. Gnomish community? For me? The, no, the gnome, like gnome people. Gnomish. Yeah, okay. gnomish, not gnomish. <laughs> but it's a big holiday for you, too. It's going to be your first official event in Findra. It'll be like your, what's it called when it's like your first flight? My first flight? Yeah, inauguration. It's your inauguration oh, flight. Oh, yeah. All right. You're going to do fantastic. I just know. I mean, oh, you, yeah, do have totally. the best, you do have the best pilot in Findra as your pilot, so totally. I think we'll be doing good. Yeah. Uh, are there snacks at this this place? What kind of food oh, are we eating? It is a huge festival. So I'm in. As you know, the gnomes, we kind of <laughs> so, have... Woods is... I say no more. Our mission's out the window. Uh, Just make sure you save room for for dinner at my house afterwards. I'm I'm digging out my famous gravy recipe. Uh, Graham, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Yes, yeah, so we'll have a big family feast at the end of the event, but... The Giving of Thanks Day is just a huge celebration of Fendra. There's going to be drinks and street vendors. There's going to be balloons and streamers and obviously the rainbow drop race. I'm already hungry. Yeah. Oh, and actually, Vaso, do you mind being Graham's escort? Aww. I can do that. Because I know she's going to want to come. But last time you wanted is for old Graham here to fall and break a hip. Okay. You know, yeah, I can look, out. I can look after Graham. So, yeah. And it does get a little bit rowdy. So we would need someone that will, you know, watch out for Graham. Yeah, I got to. Woods, I guess you could probably help too, but. I I heard vendors and snacks. (laughs) And I'll be honest with you, my protein intake has been a little laxing these days. So I'm just, 
I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit up some some snacks. What's this? Well, rate? I would have loved to make you some chicken, but did did you find who's been stealing from me? You know what? It turned out it was a fox. Oh, nasty little re- creatures from the forest. I know. I know. Little thieves. You know, they, they think the raccoons are the thieves with the little bandit masks that they were, but it's really the foxes. Is, I know. It is the foxes. It's not, and they're in their dang dens, just sitting there eating your chicken. Do you know what the fox says when we approached him? What does the fox <laughs> 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 Please keep that in there. I will. <laughs> waiting hey, you, stop stealing those chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's uh, been a long day. All right. <laughs> Amelia, we yes. need a plan about this this race. Okay. I need to know what it is, what's expected. Can we go practice? Sure, we can go fly so around. We should probably go practice. Yeah, let's go fly around. I got to try out my goggles. All right. So Nomas and Amelia are going to take the air elemental shift and kind of go fly around a little bit. Yeah. All right. Sounds totally. good. Totally. Gonna... While you guys are gone, let's just jump over to Vaso and Woods. What are you guys going to do with Graham in the house still? Uh, I'm going to look at Vaso and say, uh, I got to go blow some steam off. I'm going to go catch a workout. So you're in charge of the old lady. Right. And I'm going to go for a run, probably throw some logs, chop some firewood, just like a total like Captain America workout, Rocky Balboa kind of a thing. You're like throwing a rope over, tying around a log. <sighs> yeah, I'm just <laughs> like holes. flipping, <laughs> I don't know, rocks and just, you know, just blowing some steam off. Vaso tired, so he's probably gonna hang out and just maybe take a nap. Okay, closing <laughs> all those wrists. Right. Yeah, he's, he's those tired. Is tiring. Yeah, and going in that unexpected rage, and you know, or some salt muffins if you want them. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. gonna say as as you're trying to sleep on like the couch, it is extremely uncomfortable for you because it is a gnome sized couch, and you are a half orc. Mm-hmm. So it's like your knees are over on one side of it, and then your head's like dripping off the back of the other side. And like just when you're about ready to fall asleep, Graham is like, I really need to pick up some carrots, some onions. Vasa, do you mind going and digging those up for me? <laughs> sure, Graham. Sure, Graham. I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. And then oh. you see that she's got a recipe out for, uh, what was Graham making? Gravy. Gravy. <laughs> With well, carrots. She's, making, she's making a whole dinner. Yeah, Carrot, it's giving a thanks day. Mm. Giving a thanks. So she's got a list of ingredients for you to go pick up from the farm and stuff like that. All right, I'm on it. And don't forget the special kind of butter. It's a crucial ingredient to my gravy. I got it, Grandma. I got it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll be I'll, herbs, I'll be back in a few. Don't forget the herbs. The herbs are, are are really a crucial part of my gravy. I'm on it. Thank you so much, Benson. <laughs> um, Benson. Yeah, sure, you're welcome. Whatever. Okay. We're flying. Um, are you? Yeah. After that gravy? We are, we are now. <laughs> <laughs> All What's, right. What are you, anything in particular with your workout or anything you're trying to like, you said blow off steam. Is there stuff you're trying to do? or? Yeah. So, okay. There's been a lot, right? So Woods has had this dream where she see she's in a forest and she sees this baby come at her and she realizes it's her. And then she was just in a forest and she went through a rift and it was like identical. So she's like starting to put all these pieces together and she's trying to figure out like, what is Dorma? 
and she's thinking it's this alternative reality, like this other plane that is a mirror of this plane. And she just can't get the picture of this little baby and in the forest. And she's like, is there another version of me there? Because there's a version of Carmine here that we know, plus this new Carmine. And then she saw this baby in the woods and her name is Woods. And like, she's just like, these are her thought processes as she's like, like literally just like chopping wood at this point. Like she, she's just trying to blow off some steam and like work through all of these things. But she definitely feels like there might be another version of her behind one of these riffs. All right. Go ahead and roll a survival check. I rolled a 10 and I have uh plus four, 14. As you're having these thoughts, you're really deep in thought. You chop through all the firewood that Graham kind of had stacked up. And then you're like, I'm going to go get more. And you're just having these thoughts in your head. And eventually you finally like stop and look around and you have no idea where you are. Perfect. And it's going to take you the rest of the evening before you're able to find your way back home. Okay. Woods is lost in the woods. What a metaphor. I feel like at some point you definitely like took a log and put it down on a log opposite you and sat down and like explained a bunch of those thoughts verbally to this log. Yeah, I've absolutely like and I feel like I'm like just I'm a I'm a wood elf. So I'm like in the forest. I'm talking to squirrels like I'm talking to I'm like patting trees as I go around. I'm expecting them to answer me. I'm like having full blown verbal conversation with the woods. Yep. And then at some point you're just like, oh. Crap. I'm lost. Yeah. And <laughs> even in my woods. <laughs> even throughout your long explanation, the log was still stumped. <laughs> <laughs> you need a button. And then the night kind of sets, the moon comes out, and then for some reason with the moon being there, you kind of feel like a, a general guidance and you're able to finally make it back to Graham's house. Okay. No, miss, you're up flying around. Do you want me to give you the details of the race or do you want to be surprised? Um, I think Nomis would want to know basic stuff, like what's expected of him. Okay. But I think fine details, I don't think, no, I want some element of surprise. Okay. But I think he just wants a general, like, what's my responsibility as a co-pilot? Okay. So as you guys are kind of flying around in training, you will notice that Amelia is really letting you practice a lot with that little rope triangle thing and kind of, you're not oh, actually geez. in the plane. But you're on this rope triangle and you're kind of feeling the wind on your face and your fur, like gliding with the wind. She's doing a lot of that type of stuff with you as opposed to letting you actually fly the plane or the airship. So I'm almost like bait. Kind of like that. End yeah. of a rope. Yeah, yeah. Flying around. I thought it, I'm going to go on my walkie talkie. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Amelia, this is your co-pilot, Nomis. <laughs> I thought I hey, was Nomis. flying, not dangling. Um, I mean, you'll do some flying tomorrow. Some flying? Yeah. I mean, you're you're a co-pilot after all. I don't feel like a co-pilot down here. Okay. Well, do you want do you want to come fly? I guess we can fly around for a little while. Yeah, I need I need some practice flying. Okay. Over. Sounds good. We'll yeah. we'll we'll bring you back up. And then as you guys are kind of flying around, she's gonna let you know that it's called the Rainbow Drop Race because you try to get covered in as much paint as possible. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's not gonna be good in my fur. <laughs> I mean, do it, I wear it like, washes out. It smile. washes out. Yes. All right. It's pee to save. Pee to save. <laughs> and then you guys kind of fly around for the rest of the evening. And by the time you get back, Graham's made up something for you guys. It's not the big feast because that's for later. And what did Graham make for them this evening? Uh, it's chicken pot pie, but without a chicken. So, so just pot pie. <laughs> pot pie. The vegan pot pie. It's vegan. Yeah. Perfect. It's vegetarian. 
with butter. Except butter. clearly the chicken was like central to her uh, chicken pot pie recipe. So it just feels like like everything else was made in proportion for there to be like a whole chicken in this pot pie. <laughs> and it's just not. <laughs> it's it's like soupy now. So it's really soggy crust on the top. Yep. Mm. <laughs> and you guys have a pretty unrestful night because, again, all the furniture is small. So you'd end up just sleeping on the floor. I'm going to sleep outside. Woods is sleeping outside in the woods. I'm balled up on the rug next to the fire. Or Nomis makes a fire so he can sleep. Next to it. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll be on the porch. Just enjoying the farm life again. Mm-hmm. Kind of brings back memories. You got a chance to work with your hands today. Yeah. So you're probably all really thankful for this experience of being able to fly, getting lost in the woods, and being on the farm. Yep. The next day arises, and Graham is in her Sunday best. She is ready to go to the show to see her granddaughter fly in the rainbow drop race again, and she's ready to go. Graham, you look so pretty. Is that is that lipstick? Ah, thank you, dear. Yeah, no, it, it, it's not lipstick. I just had a, a little extra cranberry juice this morning. <laughs> mm. Well, it looks good on you. Thank you. Oh, I'm so excited to see Amelia race again. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time, Graham. And Nomus, I think you're going to do fantastic. I've never been more excited for a co-pilot. I think you're going to be my best co-pilot since. And I got to reclaim my Darn title. straight. Last time I was here, I won. And the time before that, I won. And the time before that, I won. So no pressure at all here. Yeah. No pressure at all. Nomus, but I don't know if you know what you're getting yourself into. But it's been, it's been about six years since I've been back for this event. Because, you know, the order kind of keeps us busy. Yeah. We're going to get you that title. Oh, I'm planning on it. We're- the title's ours. I picked you for a reason. Now, are you guys ready to go? This is a fun event, so if you need, you know, like maybe we can borrow the drapes and make you look a little fancy if you want. But is this not okay, what we're wearing? Yeah, I guess there are vendors. You could probably pick up something. Yeah, I like to shop. Oh, yeah. There you go. We can do that. Wait, Gra- um, Graham, what do you say? You want to do a little shopping when we get there? Sure. As long as Benson here agrees to come along with us. And she's going to, like, slap uh, Vasa on the back. Benson would love to do that with you. (laughs) You know what, Graham? I think you should hold his hand the entire time. He would really like that. That's such a wonderful idea. Benson, did you get me the milk? You know, it's a critical ingredient in my gravy recipe. Yep, I got you the milk yesterday. Oh, thank you. You're welcome, sweetheart. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Adorable. So you guys actually will walk your way to Findra at this point. She's not going to take the ship because she doesn't want to interfere with the race preparations. So you guys have a nice little stroll through this quaint little village thing. And as you're kind of walking, think of like the rolling hills of Kentucky. It's like a little up, a little down, but it's nothing too extreme. And then you kind of crest over this hill and out before you is a very moderate sized city. But it's along the shore of this really big lake. And as you're looking on the lake, you see that there's a whole bunch of boats on the lake, but they're not sailboats, which you're normally seeing, especially in the harbor, you see a lot of Mm. sailboats. Instead, they are going really fast. And as you kind of are walking down the hill, you notice that there's little gnomes on the back of the little boats being pulled by a rope. And it looks like they might be standing on something, like maybe some sticks or something. And then as you kind of get a little bit further down, you see that, hey, there's even some smaller boats that only like a single gnome can fit on. And they're going really fast. And they're kind of swerving around and making wakes and that type of stuff. Woods is all over this. She's heading that way. It's definitely not your average fishing boats. Yeah, I want to see. This looks like sports. This looks like fun. <laughs> it looks like is sports. This, is this sports? <laughs> sports. Is this what sports well, that's are? the that's all the fun of giving of thanks day. Sports. Well, yeah, sort of. It's 
Giving of thanks day is what we gnomish people do to celebrate our, well, our relatively short lifespans. Huh. So you do extremely dangerous things? And race on ships? to take full advantage of the time we have. And we give thanks for the time we're given. I am here for, I might not be short, but I am here for it. As you guys continue your trek down, you're getting closer to the city. And then you start seeing that there are these really tall poles. Think of like a flagstaff. Then on the top of the pole, there's a big, like, 30 diameter foot hoop. Think of like a big hula hoop on top of a flagpole. And you're starting to see a bunch of these as you're walking in towards the city. Is it like Quidditch hoops? Yeah, kind of like That's Quidditch what I'm hoops. Of. Yeah. But they're bigger. not laid out like that, though. Okay. Yeah. okay. They're kind of sporadically laid out. Yeah. I reference like, Harry Potter. And they're way much too bigger much. than that. They're, okay. Like but, Mike said, they're like 30 feet wide. Are they in any sort of, are they just like decoration or do we discern that they're for something? Go ahead and roll a perception check. Ooh, natty 20. With the natty 20, you definitely will notice that along the inner edge of the hoops, there is just like caked on paint. Some of it is blue paint. Another hoop is maybe like a purple. And then there's like an orange one down a ways. And as you start moving more into the city, you start seeing that some of the buildings even have these hoops on the top of it. Think of like the old weather vanes, mm-hmm. but instead of a weather vane, it's just this gigantic 30-foot diameter hoop on the top of it. You can also tell that the construction of these things looks rather temporary. Okay. So this is here for the race. Yep. You'll notice that the courthouse has one above it. Over on the docks, there's one. And then as you're walking past, you're in Findra, which is now the gnome capital, so they have their own chapter of the local order. And even the little gnome statue out front of it, which is a, a noble, is holding one of those hoops in its hand. Hmm. Bonus points. Um, Amelia? Yes? What's uh, with all the paint? Oh, that's they're getting ready for the rainbow drop race. We need to try to get as much paint on our plane as we can. <laughs> <laughs> the gnome oh. just looks at you and <laughs> nods and smiles. Uh, is this water-based paint? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it comes out of, I mean, idea is to get covered. So it, it easily washes the off. The idea is to be covered. And she's just looking at Nomis and now looking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Have fun, Nomis. Multicolor, yeah. multicolor cat. So Here where we go. is the best spot to watch the race? Oh, well, we're on our way to Chicken's Crossing. It's the local tavern. Okay. And that's kind of where the festivities start. Okay. But as you can see, there's lots of people already out with like, and there's like street vendors and they're just giving out meat and churros <laughs> and like a huge festival. And you kind of get a sense that the farmers have voluntarily given things and then the butcher has, you know, volunteered their time and everybody's just out to enjoy the day as a big community. What's the first meat stand we meet? Um, what does it want to be? No, you tell me. Brisket. I'm in. Okay. I want a slab. You go get a slab of briskets. Yeah. They hand you they like- They give it to you on like on a bread roll. Yes. It's not quite a sandwich, but it's kind of kind of like that. It's like a, like a loaf of bread ripped open. So it's not like as artful as a sandwich, but it's, it's a- it's just brisket stuffed inside a piece of bread. Listen, I'm here. I'm here for it. She just like takes a big old bite and goes, buddy, let's go. I just pictured it being though like a gnomish size portion. Yep, exactly. yeah. It's very small. It's, like a it's basically, yeah, like a, Yeah, and then they like like, little, Yeah, they just give her bite. like a bunch of them. She's like, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, so I was just hanging out with Graham, so wherever Graham wants to go. I'm sure Graham would want like a churro or some sort of fried dough. They have a sweet, she has a sweet tooth. Yep, that's where we're going. All right. 
And oh, at- I love I love the churros. You know, they put cinnamon on those. I love cinnamon. Uh oh. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> let's go get one of those. I know where this is going? <laughs> All right. Nomis has his goggles on. He's got his Red Baron scarf on. Let's do this. Well, if it isn't Amelia Brooks, come home at last to defend her title. Yeah, I'm going to take down all of the competition. And I'm just going to be behind Amelia like, yeah. <laughs> like her this hype is, man. Yeah. This is my co-pilot, a fellow member of the Order, and I'm going to show you exactly what us Order folk can do. Yeah. <laughs> I just picture you like Run DMC <laughs> yeah. playing in the background. Yeah. Uh, Birdie the Gnome, who it should be noted is kind of like a punk. Oh, she she's got a mohawk. Ooh, and uh, it's like it, it's it's blue. She's got a blue mohawk. Um, she when Amelia introduces you, no miss, she looks you up and down and says, "Huh, that ought to be entertaining." I look forward to seeing what you have. I have a co-pilot of my own that I think will be making quite a splash. Well, we will because they'll be falling in the water, right? Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, Amelia, and whatever your name was. I won't need it. Away. Well, that was Birdie. Well, she's a bleep. Yeah, <laughs> she's a. Uh, she started the circuit my last year. Apparently, she's been winning, but she's never going to compare to me. So we're going to shut her down and. Sure, what a true pilot, a true person the order can do. Yeah. We'll be saying bye bye, Birdie. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, I don't know why it's so funny. I should expect it from you. I just don't know why. You guys will continue on your journey towards Chickens Crossing. And as you're kind of walking through, you see that a a block has been like roped off like with construction tape. And you see that there are three homes in a row that have all just been completely demolished. And as you're walking by, Amelia's like, oh, well, old man Gufferson sure went out in a glorious fashion. I just hope it was the crash that got him and not those pesky to Noah. And she kind of says that to herself as she's walking past this obvious trail of destruction of three houses in a row. What? what come hap- again? The what crash? Happened? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Remember when I had to come out here two months ago because Graham's chicken coop got trampled by the Danoa? Yeah. Yeah, apparently that same day, Old Man Gufferson, one of, you know, a racing legend, was out doing some maneuvers and air show, and he just happened to crash. He went out like any true pilot of Fender would be happy to go out in the cockpit. And I just, I really hope that that's the way he went and it wasn't like a Danoa attack since it kind of happened the same day. I'm I'm all prepared to help you win here, but I'm not prepared to like go out. Oh, I mean, am I, I going to die doing this? No, people people rarely die in these. Rarely, yeah. Oh my god, like I don't know, maybe one a year. That's not that often. And this race goes on <laughs> once a year. Yeah, not no, not this race. Just in I mean, as you see, we are a very lively community, and you're like you're looking around and you see like. People running in the streets, you see the jet skiing and the stuff in the, the bay, you see people like practicing sword play. It's like a big cultural festival. You see kids playing with actual swords. Yep. And fireworks. Oh my God. All right, Amelia, if I help you win this, I might have a little favor to ask of you when we get home. Maybe. Deal. If we win. Oh, we're gonna win. I, I know. Yeah. We're... I know. All right. I Let's don't know get why. over the chickens crossing so we can uh, Size up the competition. 
Um, Woods isn't there. Where is Woods? <laughs> Woods is at, at a cheese booth. Okay. Yeah. She really just, Is it like a fondue booth? Yeah, it's fondue and it's really Gouda. How long are you holding she, on that one for? <laughs> really long time. She, but she brought her brisket sandwiches to the cheese booth, and she's just dipping her slider. You monster! <laughs> um, so, so Woods, while you're at this cheese booth dipping your brisket sandwich in cheese, um, roll a nature check. Oh, am I rolling for snacks? Can that be a thing? You're rolling for constipation. <laughs> <laughs> rolling for X lax. Nature, uh, oh, nine. So I, nine? Rolled a, I rolled a 10 and I have a negative one. Okay, so while you're standing there, you see a large figure standing next to you who's watching intently as you dip your sandwich into this cheese fountain. And you, you look at this uh, figure and you're not exactly sure what, like, species this this. Uh, humanoid thing is okay. It kind of looks like a turtle to you. It's got like kind of scaly features, and it but it, it it looks like too big and muscular to be a turtle. And it also has a tail and no shell. How uh, close is this fella to me? Uh, he's pr- he he's not like in your personal space, but he's like very into the idea like that you of what you just did with your sandwich he's he's watching like you're a genius uh she's gonna take a slider dip it and turn to him be like uh you work out bro yes i do Um, that that is wonderful idea you have there um yeah uh you haven't thought of this before no i i have not experienced many things this is this town is new to me you know what? This town is new to me. You know what's not new to me? Cheese. She's going to pull out a slider from her pocket and ha- dunk it and hand it to him. Uh, you want to try one? Yes, please. It's just, it's protein on protein, a little bit of fat, a little bit of carbs. Honestly, I feel like it's the complete meal for a, for a fella such as yourself. He takes it and Scooby-Doo style eats it in one bite. And he says, mmm, delicious. I feel, I feel well prepared for the race. Oh, you're in the race. I am, yes. One of the local racers uh, re- recruited me. I like that. And she extends her hands. Uh, my name's Woods. Uh, he takes your hand and he says, Vargok Zakuldrog. Z- Pleasure to meet you. Vargok Zakuldrog? Zakuldrog. Zakuldrog. Yes. Is, where is that? That's a very interesting name. Where's that from? Uh, he's from remote area. I don't think I've You've been probably there. never heard of it. I don't think I've been there. Interesting. Well, listen, I don't know. I, I hear, I understand that you're racing, but I feel like we have some time if you want to. My plan was to literally just eat my way down the right side and then eat my way back up the left <laughs> side. You care to join me for some snacks? Perhaps a rain check, new friend. Right. I do have to get going. I have to be prepared for a race first. All right. But thank you. Perhaps I will see you later. Absolutely. And uh, she's going to go, huh, that churro's over there? And she's going to walk to the next booth. I do want to ask Amelia, like, basic rules. Yes. Like, is magic allowed? Is what anything goes to help us get pain all over me? Yep. The only rule is you can't use your Featherfall token. If you use the Featherfall token, you'll be disqualified. This keeps getting better and better. <laughs> but yes, magic is allowed. It's kind of, it might be looked down upon though because we're in the order. 
So we're the only one, or I guess I can't use magic, but you're the only one that can use magic. So people might assume that we're cheating. So I'd say maybe don't use it. Fine. <laughs> but it looks like we're here. We're at the chicken's <laughs> crossing. And you guys open up this tavern door. Just everybody in the town is coming and going out of this place. And you realize that what this place is, is it's a place for people to come and observe the contestants. So you have somebody like taking bets. You see drinks are getting passed around. You see, oddly enough, a whole bunch of balloons kind of in the air and everything like that. So that's what you're walking into, just this really rowdy tavern with a bunch of people. Bets here, place your bets. I've got bets on the rainbow drop race. I've got bets on the jet ski race in the harbor. I've got bets on the sailboat races. I've got bets on anything you want to take your bets on. Can I take your bet? Uh, at this point, <clears throat> Woods is going to join back up to you guys. Uh, hey, you guys want a fried uh, Riori? Sure. Vasa. No, I got a job to do. You got to gotta keep focused. Aren't they really good? Yeah, like they're really good. Battered cookie. Graham, isn't this really good? Yes, it's it's lovely. All right. Well, I think we should probably check in with old Babblehan. I'm following you. I'm like stretching, trying to like, you know. Uh, You want to make some wagers? So Amelia's going to like work her way through the crowd. Um, Mr. Babblehan, I'm here to defend my title. And you will notice that Cy Babblehan is wearing a uniform of the Order of Light, but it's a very fancy uniform. I like fancy. Do any of us know what that means or... Well, you're with Graham still, so I think Nomus is the only one that has seen Mr. Babblehand yet. I recognize it as a order. But it's more fancy. It's kind of on par with the Lord Commander of your guys' order. I think being is a cadet, that I would... Amelia Brooks? Yes, it is. I'm back to defend my title. I got myself another fellow of the order here as my co-pilot. Well, that's just wonderful. I'm glad to see you. It's so nice to have you racing again. Well, yeah, I got challenged. Birdie there thinks that she's going to be able to beat me. So I'm going to show her wrong. Show her what the true order of light can do. We are going to show her wrong. Yeah, we are. And then she goes to fist bump you. Yeah, which is, I guess I'm like punching down it. (laughs) (laughs) Them's big words. I look forward to seeing it. All right. Well, when is our uh, race going to get started? Uh, pretty soon here. Hey, let me. Uh, y- you know what? Let me go ask the uh, uh, MC over there to call all the racers over. While that's going on, go ahead and roll a perception check. Each of you that's in the bar. I'm just to make it clear. I'm at the bar, um, ordering a turkey leg. Okay. Sixteen. Seven. Seven. Twenty-one. Basso, you're a little bit busy with Graham, and she's talking to you. Nomus and Woods. You guys will notice that in the back room, you see. Somebody filling up a bunch of balloons with this like metal canister, and the balloons are just floating up there. And then about every two to three minutes, a child comes running through the bar with a bushel of balloons. They're all different colors. There's like purples, yellows, greens. And they run out the bar, and then about three or four minutes later, you see that same child come running back, just completely panting, then going back to the back room. A couple of minutes, just running back out with a bunch of balloons. And this just keeps going on and on and on throughout this whole encounter in this bar. I'm going to stop the kid. Or, or did you want to talk to the child? No, I was going to ask Amelia what's up with the what's up with the balloons. Oh, well, they're, those balloons are, are filled with paint. So we want to pop those balloons. They're going to be up in the air floating. And... With these? <laughs> and I want to pop oh. them. Oh, I forgot you had claws. That's going to work really well. Oh, yeah. I got on my feet, too. I should probably take my boots off. Yeah, we should do that. Would you like to hold my boots, Woods? 
Uh, she's wait, wait, do I wear boots? I probably wouldn't wear boots. I think you'd wear. I don't know. You're I an adventure. Like, you okay, look at your me. picture that we had drawn. Oh yeah, <laughs> a really cool art. Um, I feel like you wouldn't wear boots unless the weather necessitated it. Yeah, I think otherwise that wouldn't be like you know all natural. Uh, yeah. you do not boots. have boots. Okay, yeah. perfect. So Bootless. no boots. Foster and Graham are gonna go place bets. Ooh. All right, <laughs> who are you betting on? Uh, well, of course, my team here. I'm just checking. Yeah. <laughs> what What are you betting there, sir? Uh, yeah, I, I want to place a bet on uh, Amelia and uh, Nomus here. I'll, okay. I'll, what I'll, would you I'll, like to bet? I'll, I'll I'll bet three gold pieces. Ooh, big bet. Three I'm, I'm, gold I'm, pieces. I'm yes, assuming uh, we have money. A big bet. You do. Is that like really big bet, or I don't know? <laughs> I mean, it's a fairly large bet, but you would have the money for it. Okay. Big spender. All right. Three bets on uh, the returning champion and the newcomer, the cat. What What are the odds on? What are the current odds? For... What's the line? Yeah, what's the line? <laughs> John is googling I... sports terms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, it... <laughs> what's the vig? She's the favorite, so it'd probably be three to one. Three to one. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I was like, "What? What are? Well, because I was also thinking, like, what are the odds on this race?" <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends on how well I roll my dice. To be honest, yeah, right. <laughs> um, Woods, you said you wanted to stop the child that's running back and forth. Oh n- no! I mean, if I was just going to ask him, but he figured out. I'm gonna. Um, uh, let's see. I've had protein. Protein. It's time for more dairy. So I'm looking for like ice cream or cheesecake or something like that. Yeah, right outside the tavern, it'd be a ice cream vendor. Like one of those, like, uh, I want a Choco Taco. A Choco Taco? <laughs> yeah, I want like a I don't make those anymore. Well, they do in this they, world. They do in this world, yep. So you're able to find a Choco Taco stand. It does take you a little bit further away, and you notice that in the harbor, they're starting to set up, and you see like a big checkered like archway, and you're putting together that the finish line is going to be at the harbor. At the harbor? Where Do I know where the starting line is? The starting line is the bar. The starting line is the bar. Yep. Okay. Starts at Chicken's Crossing. All right. So I got my Choco Taco. All right. She's probably just like sitting there like mapping out the next vendor stand that she wants to hit. And then she's going to make her way to the... She'll start it at the... Start watching and then we'll go down to the okay. water. And well, now you hear... Oh, let's go ahead. Yeah. Vasa is just going to ask Graham like... Hey Graham, where, where's your um? Where, where do you want to watch the race from? Where's where's your favorite spot to watch the race from? I, I like to watch down by the water, by the finish line, so I can see Amelia as soon as she's done. Okay, well we'll head that way. All right. So you guys are gonna head out a little bit early because you know that it's gonna take Graham a little bit longer to get down there. You want to beat the crowd. Yep. Exactly. At this point, Cy Babblehand has talked to the MC, and all the contestants are starting to line up at the front of the bar, like right at the bar. And all the rest of the patrons kind of move out of the way to make space for all the racers. And there are a total of seven teams participating this year in the Rainbow Drop Race. Cy, any last words of wisdom before we take off? Uh, yeah, just just one thing. Uh, I want to pass out these here Featherfall tokens to everyone. Everyone take Featherfall token. You know you know what these are for. You know, there's no shame in walking out of here alive. Uh, use these in case of emergency. Of course, using it does disqualify you from the race, but I'm sure you'd rather be disqualified than dead. What's going on, my And uh, with that, uh, let's have a, a good, clean race today. And... Uh, on your marks, get set, and go. <laughs> and then he hits a little gong that is positioned right in the middle of the room, and right behind you, you hear a big thud as a pint of beer has been put on the bar right behind you guys. And Amelia says, drink up! And she just starts chugging this beer. Sweet, yeah, I'm, I'm, let's do it. All right, 
So it's a surprise. <laughs> yep. You're pretty easy to chug it. You're a little bit faster than all the gnomes. Amelia is kind of holding up a little bit. She's like, oh, this is my least favorite part. And then she chugs it down. She's like, okay, well, now we got to run through the airfield. It's about a quarter mile away. Carry me. <laughs> uh, as, as she says that, you look over her shoulder and you see, uh, make a make a nature check here. Gnomes. A nature check. Okay. Roll my D20. I get to add a one, five. Uh, yeah, you you see Birdie the gnome riding on the back of a creature you've never seen before. It looks kind of like a lizard, maybe. Mm. Oh, yeah. heck no. All right. Uh, and and he, he y- you watched him slug his pint in like a single gulp, and Birdie's on his back, and they are off and running. <laughs> All right. Amelia's on me, and I'm like using my cat reflex, and I'm just 90 feet. Boom. Perfect. So you guys got a little bit Running. further behind the group because Amelia took a little bit longer to drink, but then you immediately use your cat-like reflexes and you just race up and you catch up with Birdie and her compatriot. From that day on, if I was going anywhere, I uh, was running. running. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest and, Gump, 1994. And you get all right. to the- <laughs> Are you citing all your sources now? Yeah. People may not know what Forrest Gump is. <laughs> that is That's the age I now. live in now. Yeah, He's giving the lawyers uh, specific things to sue over. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is the quote. Just kidding. Um, I believe he said. <laughs> <laughs> As you get to the airfield, you see that all of the planes are painted perfectly white. And on the side of one of them, you see the Crimson Buffalo. And Amelia's like, oh, it's right there. It's right there. Get over there. And then laid out in front of the Crimson Buffalo is a white jumpsuit she's like that's your outfit get in that i'll get the bird started up luckily i'm used to getting in and out of clothes yeah bam i'm already dressed <laughs> all right stage uh, performance as you, you, as you put it on uh you notice that it, it feels kind of weird there's more fabric than it feels like there should be go ahead and roll a constitution saving throw first constitution saving oh if i'm gonna throw up my beer yep <laughs> i'm on to you 16. 16. So you feel a little bit woozy and you kind of lose your balance as you're like picking up one foot to put your foot in this kind of awkward shaped jumpsuit. And you're still ahead of everybody else because of the nice roll. As you look down, you're in this stark white jumpsuit. And then you notice there is a lot of extra fabric. Like the fabric between the legs is connected. (laughs) And then the fabric with the arms and the torso is connected. Basically, you're in a wingsuit. Stark white. No miss is going to die. And she's like, get up, get up in the jump seat. Okay. All right. So you, so you climb up, and at this point, the engines have already started whirling up. And then immediately, as soon as you sit down, you just feel like this pit of your stomach fall underneath you as the plane just takes off. And she climbs up, climbs up, climbs up, and you're just seeing the entire city at this point. And you're seeing the boats out in the water. You're seeing the citizens, you can see them start moving from the tavern down to the docks, and you get up to about 5,000 feet. And you look over to your left, and you see Birdie's plane is rising kind of like right alongside you, and in your seat in her plane is that weird creature you've never seen before, and he looks over and he gives you a big thumbs up. Oh, we're friendly, yeah. (laughs) Okay, Nomis, hit as many balloons as you can, and get covered in as much paint from head to toe, if you please. And remember, don't use your token. I'll be back to pick you up. Then she reaches over and grabs a lever, and there's like a little springboard underneath your co-pilot seat, and you just get launched out of the top of the airplane. (laughs) 
Well, I'm as, definitely losing my beer now. <laughs> as soon as you vacate, you hear the engines just cut and the plane just die or her air elemental ship just dives back down towards the harbor. Gosh. And you are now kind of somersaulting. Free falling. Have, yep, exactly. I'm you free. Quite, you kind of quite haven't got enough free wind fall. under your wings yet. Let me go ahead and roll another constitution saving throw. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Four. Four. I'm blowing lunch. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely blowing does, lunch. Does vomit count as paint? It does. <laughs> <laughs> so you already got a little bit of color on you. After that, you're like, oh, you get a little woozy, but then you kind of rebalance and you start to feel the wind and you're like, oh, I remember Amelia was having me like train, feeling the wind in my fur and all that. And you kind of get your wings underneath you. And then you look out in front of you and there's just hundreds of these balloons that are now floating in the air at different elevations, different colors. And that's kind of where we're going to leave for you for a second. We're going to jump back to street level. Oh, jeez. Where you guys just saw a bunch of planes go up and then a bunch of small figures get ejected from them. <laughs> uh... I'm at this point at Betsy's Beef Jerky stand. Oh, is it a remote location? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Perfect. I mean, it's a big event. And I'm eating, I mean, I'm staying away from the salmon jerky. We've learned that one. So I'm just eating some of the sriracha jerky and I'm like, what is happening? And I'm asking, uh, who's my vendor? Betsy. Uh, Betsy. Betsy's there? <laughs> yeah, Betsy's here. Betsy's she made there? A, she made a special appearance. Betsy, can you believe this? Yeah, yeah, this is the awesome. Festival. I come here every year for this. So what happened? Like, what? what's the point? They just hit those balloons and then does somebody pick them up or how does this work? Okay, so this is the cool part. See how they're up in the sky now uh-huh. and the plane's no longer there? Uh-huh. Yeah, they're going to be flying around in their little like squirrel suits. Okay. And they're going to try to run into as many balloons as they can to get as covered in paint as much as possible. Okay. Anything goes up there. They can push other people out of the way. They can do whatever they want to do, but they just got to cover the wings. And meanwhile, you see all those stark white planes? Uh-huh. Well, they're going to fly around the city and try to pass through as many of those hula hoops that you saw earlier. Okay. And each hula hoop has a different color. Okay. That will get sprayed on the plane. And then here's the fun part, the part that I absolutely love. They have to get back in the plane. So the plane has to come back around, circle under their co-pilot, and then latch on. Wow. That is crazy. Hey, do you have anyone that turkey jerky? Yeah, some right here. Perfect, thanks. No concern for her friend. (laughs) Vato's like, he's asking Graham, like, are those flying squirrels up there? Like, this is my favorite part. I love to watch the the co-pilots get the... Get thrown out of the planes. Vasto's just like he he's just like, what? <laughs> they get they get thrown out of the plane? Oh yeah, of course. Why did you think it was called the rainbow drop? I I, I thought like the ship would I don't know. I've never been here. I've never, I don't know what's going on. I hope Nomus is okay. <laughs> Finally, uh, some concern. <laughs> no, Nomus is Nomis. my boy. Um Nomus you, while you are floating, just kind of feeling overwhelmed, you catch a balloon straight to the gut, and it doesn't pop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep, you kind of curl over a little bit, and then you look over to the side, and you see that lizard companion of birdies kind of like swipe out with their with their hand and kind of pop it before they actually run into mm. the balloon. Smart. I'm going to give them a thumbs up and then have all my claws come out. <laughs> Feet. <laughs> He mimics your action back. He like stretches his. Uh, y- you can now see that he has claws out and gives you a thumbs up back. 
and then like very competently like dives away. <laughs> mm. Go ahead and roll uh, acrobatics or whatever dex based skill you want to do. Whatever dex based. Since you're now performing in the air in your gliding suit, trying to pop balloons that are full. I guess of color. it would be acrobatics. That's I have a plus four. <laughs> 10. So you're able to catch maybe one or two balloons as you're kind of weaving and trying to catch them. And you you do hit one that doesn't pop on you because you just miss that swing because of the lower roll. Mm-hmm. But now at this point, you're looking down and you're, you're now probably about 4,500 feet. And you see that all the boats are also still kind of doing a race in the harbor as well. So there's really two races that are going on right now, the air race and then there's a boat race. And as you're watching it, you see that two boats actually crash into each other because there was kind of a, a mix-up. So it's quite chaotic for you up in the sky. No miss was never the same. You guys on the ground, Vasim and Woods, you see a ship just go whirling by right over your heads. And what? it dives just barely through that hoop that's above the local order of the chapter. And you see on the side of it, it says Crimson Buffalo. And you look inside and you see an Amelia just smiling and having <laughs> a great time. And like, it is like an instant. She doesn't even slow down at all to go through this hoop. Like she's just super confident. It just barely fits through this hoop. Um, Woods is at Flannels and Flapjacks um, eating pancakes and picking out a new flannel that she wants to buy okay. when this happens. And she like has her pancakes in her hand and she's like, yeah, man. She's like eating and like cheering on her friend. I also love how Vasa left the bar early, so he did not hear that you guys were given Featherfall tokens. (laughs) (laughs) Vasa is just like he like he sees the thing go flying by, but like he he's concerned for his buddy up there. Yeah, you're just watching. You're like, like, dude, uh... he's gonna die. Like, do I need like we need to help? Like, yeah, Vasa's like sweating over here. All right, back up to Nomis. Go ahead, and you can roll another acrobatics. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, it's my highest ability roll. Okay. Come on, baby. Eight. All right, you get to describe what happened this time with a mediocre roll. Uh, I think with that last balloon hit me in the gut, I threw up again. And seeing the, the boats crash, I'm just it's taken me a while to get my bearings. Okay. So, so you... another balloon hit me in the gut while I was watching the boats crash. I threw up again. <laughs> I did. I get. I got a couple balloons. Having a rough start. Yeah. Okay, so I got, I got another 4,000 feet to catch yep. up. How is Zalkildrog doing? Well, no, Miss, you actually catch a little bit of paint to the face that's left over because Zalkildrog just did like a zigzag in front of you and hit like five balloons. And like he got most of it on himself, but you, you just took some straight to the face. You do have goggles on, so you can still see yeah. just fine. Well, I think you're going to have to wipe the goggles off, but it's not like in your eyes. Well, I got that's a lot of saying. fur to wipe it off, so... <laughs> You do see Zockel Drog in front of you, and he's covered in some pretty fresh paint. How is Zockel? Can I pick up how Zockel Drog is zigzagging so much? Sure. Go ahead and roll a perception check. Oh, there I roll high. 23. Yeah, no, you, you kind of figure out that he's doing. If you've ever actually seen someone fly a squirrel suit, he's doing that kind of things. And with that high of a perception roll, you kind of figure out how to recreate that. So go ahead and add plus two on top of your acrobatics modifier for the rest of the race. Okay. As you are completing this race, you're now, go ahead and actually roll another one to see how you do. Now you've kind of picked up that uh, ability. Some time has passed. You're maybe now at 3,500 feet. Uh, 20. 
non-natural. Okay. Uh, so you're definitely starting to pick it up a little bit more, and you get probably eight balloons over the next couple of seconds, and you're starting to get pretty covered. But you are noticing that you're kind of hitting a lot of the same colors, which is starting to kind of blend in a little bit. And you realize, oh, I really need to be focusing for different colors because I don't want to just all be blue because that's not going to look as good as a little bit of blue, a little bit of orange, a little bit of yellow. So you're going to have to start piecing out which balloons you want to go for. But as you're kind of looking around and seeing everything, you look down to kind of see what the progress is on that boat race that happened, just out of curiosity. And you notice that there is a rift that has appeared right where those boats have crashed. Now we're going to jump back to the ground level. I'm at Mama Leone's Meat Links. Okay. <laughs> Mid-order. Yeah, yeah. No, I want the spicy with the peppers and onions. And like, you got any of that brown mustard? Yeah, that and the, the mustard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, give me two. Yeah, I'll, I'll have two of them. Okay, three. Okay, but really, really. I mean, I know they're small for a gnome, but I mean, I'll just take three. Yeah. I'm literally picturing like a, it feels like a scene in a Transformers movie where you're just ordering food at the vendor and yeah. like way off in the background in the harbor you see like a ship crash yeah. and then a rift open up and it's you're just completely oblivious. And uh, yeah, no, lemonade sounds fantastic. Ooh. That'd be so good. Thank you so much. So Woods doesn't see anything. Also, you are on your way to the harbor, so you definitely see this rift open up. But you got Graham attached to your arm still. Okay. Um. So I, I see it and. I, you know, I I'm I go into order mode, like you know, duty mode. So I you know I tell Graham, it's like Graham, there's a rift open. I gotta go take care of it. Please oh stay dear, here. let the Benson, let the locals handle it. They'll no, they'll have I, it I way have to go under take control. Care of you okay. work too hard. No. <laughs> as you're trying to talk to her in this, you hear out of the way, out of the way, as this gnome just comes rolling down on a horseback, just right down the middle of the road, and you notice that they are wearing a order of light uniform and it looks really funny because this is a big horse and it's this little gnome <laughs> just like galloping 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 and then there's kind of like this hill before it dives back down and you just watch this gnome it's got a bunch of speed and you're kind of looking at it and their outfits are a little bit different they look kind of like the suit that Nomos was wearing. And this horse is just getting all this speed and then the, hits the hill, the horse goes down, but the gnome just keeps going and it throws out its arms and it just starts sailing on this suit just right out into the middle of the harbor. And then as you're kind of watching this, it's just gradually leaning and directing right at the rift. And then as you watch it, it just does this really skillful like flip and just lands on one of the boats out in the harbor and it starts taking care of any of the Danoa that are out there. Are they closing the rift? They are. Okay. They they have the situation well in hand. Okay. Kind of like it's happened a few times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've moved on to Peggy's pumpkin patch. Peggy's pumpkin patch. And I still have no clue what's happening. And I've <laughs> eaten my meat links and I'm 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 now moving on to like pumpkin rolls and like a pumpkin spice latte. All right, Nomis, you're up in the sky. Okay. So I, I see that the rift is being taken care of. Correct. Okay. Or pumpkin spice latte roll. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, Where? it says pumpkin spice latte sweet rolls. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, Where is the lizard creature in relation to me? Uh, he is kind of like straight down, more or less. Like you're all you're you're all kind of moving around a little bit, but he you can see him ahead of you, like kind of closer to the ground. All right, this might be kind of dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I want to launch myself. Toward Zockeldrog. Okay. Oh, I, I don't know that's his name, but for purposes. Yep. But I want to like go and perch on his back, but launch myself off of him into balloons. 
Okay. And I'm hoping to like maybe rip his suit a little bit with my claws. Oh, okay. <laughs> kind of take off some of the paint. Yeah. So to say. Yep. I love this idea. <laughs> yep. And I'm using inspiration to do it. Okay. So oh, good. love it. I'm going to do an acrobatics roll. Uh, Zakudra, you have advantage, obviously, with your inspiration. Does Zakudra know this is coming is the question. Death from above. Um, I would say he does not know it's coming. Um, because he's kind of like eyes forward and it, most of the other competitors are much smaller than him and don't have claws. So he wasn't necessarily this expecting this, especially <laughs> after the several friendly thumbs ups. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got to play to win. Got to play know? to win. Yeah. So inspiration, I roll two D20s and take the highest. All right. Oh boy, I'm nervous. I'm sweating. <laughs> and you get sweat too. 17. Plus six, Ooh. 23. All right. I'll say you definitely make contact with Zaku Drag. You're able to, what are you aiming for when you're trying to rip his suit? Just his back. I mean, I'm not trying to like rip it so that he's like out of commission. <laughs> it's just like just on his back. I'm going to be like, hey, buddy. And then like with my claws, like a cat would do, just kind of like snag it a little bit as I leap off of it. Right. To get different colored balloons. Okay, sounds good. So you're also able to transfer some of the paint that he's had on him onto yourself. So you get a little bit more paint, and you kind of nick his wings a little bit so he doesn't have as easy of a time moving around, and then you just kind of yeah. jump off. Yep. You, you like, throw him off balance because you sink your claws in, and it, like, shakes him for visibly for, for a, a few seconds afterwards. He's very wobbly, and he looks over, and, and he kind of yells. He says, hey, what was that for? I'm gonna give him a thumbs up. <laughs> just, <laughs> just being a little. He just gives you like a, a like giant shrug in the wingsuit. Just you know a jerk cat move. Yep, exactly. <laughs> At this point, you guys, you are able to get a couple more balloons. Go ahead and roll a insight. No, not insight. Survival check to see how well you are at spotting different color balloons. Okay. So you're telling me it's a pizza inside of a roll, huh? It's a pizza Thir roll. It's a pizza roll. Oh, I'll take 13. two. A 13, you are able to spot other different colors, so you're starting to get a pretty good pattern. And then at this point, you're starting to get to about a 1,000 feet off the ground. You're starting to get a little bit nervous, but then as soon as that thought starts to enter your mind, you start seeing the Crimson Buffalo just slowly start rising up underneath you. And go ahead and roll a dexterity saving throw to see if you can grab on to the Crimson Buffalo. Mm -mm -mm. Seven. So you missed the first one. Uh-oh. And you kind of tumble off. But as you're kind of like tumbling one direction, Amelia does like a barrel roll with the plane to try to come up underneath you again. And you get one more shot to try to catch onto the plane. Should have saved that inspiration. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Ooh. What am I rolling? Dexterity saving throw. <laughs> uh, 18 plus 5, 23. All right. Yeah, you're definitely able to this time kind of grab onto it. Amelia kind of like really forcefully comes into you. So you just like and grab onto it. I imagine I'm like haunched. Like my upper back's like really high. Like I'm scared to death right now. And yeah. Yeah. And then Amelia successfully lands the plane in the harbor. So it has a water landing. It's a little bit rough because you're on top of the plane, but it comes to a complete stop at the dock and there's just crowds just erupting in cheers and all that type of stuff as the first plane has landed. You look around and you start seeing a bunch of other people that are slowly floating back down to the ground and you realize that, oh, they had to use their Featherfall tokens. But Zakuldrag and yes. Birdie. Zakuldrag actually, his 
His reconnection with Birdie is quite spectacular. He was behind you, Nomis, after you kind of got his claws in his back. He kind of flapped himself out wide so he would fall a little slower. And then how you kind of had to go in for those two sweeps. He starts making this like big circular sweep and he's catching like more and more balloons, but you realize he's getting really close to the ground. And Birdie comes in for a sweep, and he he does not even try to connect with her the first time. He just continues to grab, like, balloon after balloon. She comes in for her second sweep, and he just, like, Iron Man lands on the back of this plane and nice. takes his claws in and comes in, like, riding the plane like a skateboard <laughs> when, he, when it lands. And then everybody else kind of lands. There's probably three teams that had totally finished. Your team, Birdie's team, and some undescript team. And you see Cy Babblehand is now on the docks walking towards you for his final judgment. All right. Can I have the competitors who finished the race up on stage, please? Everyone goes on stage. Yeah, we're on stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's see the co-pilots first. And you, Nomis, and Zakuldrog, and other nondescript third competitor all step up. And uh, the third competitor does not have a lot of paint on them. They clearly hit a couple of balloons, but they were apparently more concerned with just making it to the ground without having to use the Featherfall token than actually collecting paint. You, Nomis, have a pretty good amount of paint on you, but there's you have like a full limb, pretty much, that you missed. Oh, It's like your left leg is just not, there's not much paint there. There's a little bit of residual splatter. The rest of you is pretty coated. Zockeldrog is covered head to toe. Except for that small part in his back. All right, the winner here is Zockeldrog. What was your name? Zockeldrog, right? Yes, friend, that is it. Yeah, uh, congratulations there, Zakuldrog. All right, now now onto the planes. And I think, do we want these uh, two NPCs to roll against each other here? <laughs> um, I mean, I was thinking we could just do a, a straight roll between Birdie and Amelia. So let's roll, and let's have Nick go ahead and roll a D6. Even, Amelia's going to win. Odd, Birdie's going to win. So 50-50 wow. chance. Okay, even, Amelia wins. Okay. Oh. oh, he rolls odd, so Birdie wins. Sorry, bud. And and the winner is Birdie and Zakul Drog, the the rookies. Well, looks like you finally did it, there, kid. Yeah, you, you unseated the champion. Well, I guess I am a little out of practice. Next yeah. year, Amelia. Next year, yes, but we'll come back. Now next that I year. know well, what's going on, yeah. You did a great job. I I missed one of the entrances. I hit a green twice. It was it was my fault. No, I mean I threw up on myself twice. So <laughs> we, were just, we were just adding some color. I mean, I guess that works. And hey, Amelia. Yeah. Um. And and Birdie comes over. I think Amelia's prepared for her to to say something mean. And she just sticks out her hand and says, good race. Oh, yes, you too. I saw you did some really cool like barrel rolls through some of those hoops. That was quick thinking to get some paint on the underside. Yeah, uh, my co-pilot scared me when he didn't uh, connect with me at first. That wasn't that wasn't in our original plan, but obviously he had it under control. Yeah, I mean, that was a pretty spectacular landing. That was pretty cool. We are having yeah. uh, we're having people over for dinner tonight if you wanted to come join us. Really? Yeah. Graham's going to cook up the feast for <laughs> giving of thanks day. Uh, sure. 
Yeah, it, it, that sounds. Can I can I bring my co-pilot? Sure, that'd be great. The more the merrier. Just like a normal giving a thanks great. day. I I should um I should probably tell you uh, he has a cinnamon allergy. So if if your if your grandma's making anything with cinnamon in it, he he should not have that. It it wouldn't be good for anybody. Okay, I'll try to make sure grandma doesn't use cinnamon. Or if she does, I'll tell you what dishes it's in. Perfect. Like like I said, that's that's probably in everyone's best interest. Okay, sounds good. I feel like I would go to Zockeldrog and shake his hand too and just praise him for doing a great job and, you know, sorry about the launching part. I was just trying to get an edge on you because I knew I wasn't going to match your skill up there. Uh, It it is okay. I I understand. This was not technically against the rules, so I can't really fault you that much. Good good race there, friend. Yeah, absolutely. I heard you all are coming over tonight. we are? That yeah, I, to I, me. I think Amelia just invited you and Bertie over for a day of thanks dinner. G- giving of thanks. I think Sorry, he's giving I'm, of thanks. Day. I just fell 5,000 feet and <laughs> I threw up on myself twice, so I'm, <laughs> I'm a little out of sorts. I see. Well, yes, uh, I guess we are joining. Awesome. So Melwood comes walking down. Did I miss it? Well, and she's, she, she's got a container and it, it says a Kios noodles. <laughs> she, she's, but, but when I just, I would, what happened? And she's like eating. And I'm noodles. covered in paint and what? vomit. Is and I'm like, vomit? Oh yeah. What? Do you want a hug? No. And I'm going to start walking towards her. She's gonna Come like, give no, your no, buddy no, no, no. a hug. And then she's like, hug me. No, no. Hello again, friend. <laughs> Did you try the noodles? Oh, noodles. Yeah, I tried yes. these. And he's like, now she's like, just grabs like her with her chopsticks. He's like, just feeding this like semi stranger just these <laughs> noodles. Aren't they so good? Mmm. Yeah, oh, yes. These are quite wonderful. It's a key. Yeah, they're from a Kios noodles. Vasil and Graham are eventually going to make it back over. Um, and I'm going to, or Vasil's going to be like, no, miss, are you, are you okay, man? Like, <laughs> like, how you doing, bud? My you hair got, is everywhere. Yeah. Paint and vomit. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm feeling really good. I want to go do that again. Oh he takes God. off and, his goggles and it's just like cat tan yeah. type of, you know, like <laughs> his fur, like the only clean fur on his body, other than his left leg, apparently. Yeah. But and, and did you guys see that that rift open? What? I did. I almost uh darted over there. What? Yeah, while you were eating, a rift opened up. What? Yeah, and did like they... the the little gnome the the local chapter. Like they they rode over on like one guy rode over on a horse and then he had like that same wingsuit on and just like flew onto a boat. What? She's like uh, eating her noodles. Where was <laughs> I? When was this? You were eating. You're busy eating. Oh, I think. oh, that was probably when I was eating the shrimp cocktail. Yeah. Do you know what's from the bay? Everything is just sourced so locally here. So the bard's tale has come to a close. Ah, what a splendid crowd you have been. We hope we hope we'll see you again at Carriage Rest Inn. Really quickly, um, how many food items did, this is going to be the trivia of the night, how many food items did Woods eat at the fair? 17. It's Price is Right rules. Close is without going over. Wins wins inspiration. Six. Yeah, she's 17. 12. John? Eight. Ooh, it was 15. 
Mm-hmm. Give that man some inspiration. <laughs> yeah. I used it already. <laughs> I used it already. All right, guys. That's it. Hey guys, it's Sam. Um, this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast. Uh, this is where we get to go around the table and kind of just get to know the players. So thanks for spending the next couple of minutes with us uh, getting to know us. Who wants to go? Uh, today's question. <laughs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> you pick the question, uh-huh. then we'll go. Um, today's question is super simple. What do you do for a living? That's pretty easy. Yeah. I am an actuary. Don't ask me how to spell it because I cannot. <laughs> A-C-T-U-A-R-Y. There we go. And basically, I play with uh, a combination of math and computer programming all day in front of a computer. My wife would hate my job. Oh, my God. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I love it. So I used to do actuarial work. That's how I met Mike. When was that? Like oh seven, uh, seven years, years ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, about. And then I got tired of it, jumped ship, and went to nursing school. Yeah. Full time for a year and been a nurse for two years now. Yeah. I work for an insurance company. I do compliance work. It's very boring. Are we going to say that? Uh, the way he described it. Are we also going to say? I'm also going to say that I am hoping to get into the actuary field. Yeah. Um, Sometime next year, that's what I'm hoping. So So we have like current, past, and future. John, what do you do? I am an HR operations manager at a biotech startup. That is so like Gen Z. <laughs> like I can't even. Like I can't even with you and your fancy title. Yeah. So um, it's a really interesting company to work for because we're we do genetic editing on seeds. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, living the startup life. I love it. I love Get it. The I love catered it. Catered lunches every day. <sighs> so nice. Unlimited PTO. Brag, you know, brag. We're, uh, we're brag. hiring if uh, any <laughs> listeners out there want to. Do y'all need a nurse? I mean, if you're eating stuff all the time, <laughs> I can come up and start IVs and give you Just fluids. Straight hydrate people every day. Yeah, but don't I'll, actually message me on LinkedIn because I barely check that. Thing. I'll be your, <laughs> I'll be your hydrator. I'll be your there water you boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just call him Bobby. Died of the dehydration, Cope. Um. Okay, so shocker, I'm in sales. I do none of these things that these boys do that are super technical and detail-oriented. I sell french fries for a living. So I work for a really cool company, and uh, we sell frozen french fries and a bunch of other stuff, and I get to work with food distributors and operators, and I love, love, love what I do. And I would hate her job. Yeah, so it's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) All right, cool, guys. Oh, boy. um, Thanks for hanging out with us. I know this is riveting things that we're telling you, but it's just a little bit of glimpse into our life and what we do outside of this podcast. Uh, if you have any questions, if there's something you're dying to know, um, I would love to hear it because I'm the one that makes up these questions and I'm running low. So go ahead, jump on our website and fill out a Google form, or you can always slide into our DMs on Instagram. I'd love to interact with you that way. Um, until next time, we'll see you soon. See you next time.